You are listening to Point Center Podcast with your host, James Parker. And then, you know, Erica McCall, my teammate, she's always talking about how WNBA is her dream. And so I'm watching the draft, and we're waiting for her to get drafted, and she does. It's super exciting. And for those of you who don't know, but a lot of people do, there's three rounds in the WNBA draft, 12 each, right? So 36 people get drafted. And I'm sitting there, and I'm watching, and, you know, I'm like, maybe I'll get picked up third round, you know? Like, I didn't tell anybody because I was embarrassed about it, but, you know, maybe. And it didn't happen. Then... And in five minutes, I was like, all right, I'm retired from basketball. <laughs> Ten minutes later, I get a call from the L.A. Sparks asking me to come to camp. And I was like, all right, I'm not retired anymore. <laughs> but I'm retired. Yes. No, seriously. Right. For example, when I got to UConn my freshman year, you know, I've always, I've always been a hard worker. I've always been told I work hard. I'm one of the hardest workers usually on my team leading up to college. And then I got there, and it was like, you don't work hard at all. Like, what do you mean? I swear I'm working hard. Typical Gino style. Yeah, but yeah. then you, yeah. they push you to that next level and you look you back. You learn how to work and hard. And you're like, yeah. dang, I this, wasn't working hard, yeah. but I didn't know I wasn't working hard. But that's the thing. You're working hard at the high school level. Right. So how many high school players are there? Out of those people, yeah, of course, you're working harder than all these people. Then college, it gets smaller, right? Not yeah. as many people play college basketball. Mm-hmm. So... If you want to be the hard worker, you have to work extra hard. It's the same thing with the pros. It's just like you learn how to work hard, like what truly working hard is. Welcome to Point Center, Episode 3. Today's interview, NAIA Hall of Fame coach Russ Davis of Vanguard University takes control of the mic as he sits down with the Samuelson sisters, Carly and Katie Lou of the WNBA Dallas Wings, and they talk about their transition as players from high school to college and college to the pros. Don't forget to subscribe and give Point Center a 5-star rating, write a review as we try to grow the game. Follow Point Center on Twitter at Point Center PC and Instagram Point Center under slash podcast. Okay, we're here on the baseline with with Carly and Katie Lou Samuelson. Uh, um, friends of mine for a while got the pleasure of having them come through our program and coaching them and and uh, just getting to know them really well on and off the court and their family um so real special treat today we're going to try to as part of our giving back to the game segment we're going to really um dive into some things that maybe can help some parents and some players 
as they transition from high school to college and then college to pro and some things that uh some things that you know that might be able to help them some things that these young ladies did that helped them and then some things they would do over again and maybe some things they you know wouldn't do or you know you know kind of go in that direction so uh so we'll start off you guys anybody can go first it doesn't really matter first of all thanks for coming you know we're practicing our social distancing here in our little uh studio cave here at my place and uh we're thankful you guys only live 10 minutes away over there and in yeah. Huntington Beach, yeah. but I uh, <laughs> appreciate you guys coming by. And as you're getting ready for uh, the WNBA season here, you know, got a couple players for Dallas at this point, and so we're excited for that, um, as you guys are. But let's go back to, uh, let's go back from high school. When you're getting ready, you've already made your decision where you're going to school. And uh, what are some of the things that you guys did to get yourself ready um, to go in your freshman year in college? Oh, you know, it makes me feel old when you ask me that. Sure. But first of all, great setup, Russ. This is awesome. Thanks. For sure. Um, after I decided and I was getting ready? Yeah. Um, I think, well, one, I took my senior uh, season at high school seriously. Um, you know, you already know where you're going, but you want to get better, right? So, sure. Just trying to expand my game a little bit. I know I was really strictly a three-point shooter, probably my first years of high school too. Um, but yeah, but I also wanted to win my senior year because that if you know how to win and you learn how to win, you can bring that with you through college. So yeah, I think the biggest thing for me was just taking that senior season seriously. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And for me, I feel like I was fortunate you know, to have two sisters already in college that I kind of uh, got the chance to watch more college games than I probably would have if I didn't have two other sisters and I think that's the biggest thing is just kind of watching and seeing and learning what you're going into so you know anyone that is going into college and they're in high school I would say watch as many college games as you possibly can even if it's not your school you're going to because it really is a different level of play and you can see everything every little thing that they you have to do on the court and stuff to get you prepared to play at that next level. That kind of reminded me, like, when you used to come watch Bonnie and Carly play, you know, before you were in high school, you know, playing with Swish. You know, it was, it was funny because you guys wouldn't come in until game time, and you and your dad were always driving around or trying to get on the courts, getting shots up and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, it was like, remember the where's, where's Waldo thing, right? You know, where's everybody at? And uh, I don't know, I just had to throw it out there. It's kind of bringing back some funny memories. But once your high school se senior year ended, and now you're going into summer, before you head off, before you head up to Stanford and before you head out to UConn, you know, you know, before you start summer school, what did you start really focusing in on your workouts? What were you told that was going to be really important for you, you know, to step in as a freshman and contribute to your teams that you really thought you had to focus on? Off the court, I think actually starting to weight train. Um, okay. I, we did a little bit in high school, and I think they're doing more now than when I what I did in yeah. high school. Yeah, you probably did more than me, but... Huh. Just getting yourself, your body prepared to touch weight, you know, in college. Like, because once you get there in summer school and, you know, in the regular season, it's going to be a shock to the body. So, you know, get with someone who knows what they're doing. So do it safely. But just getting that Listen under your into weight. Now, you guys are a little older, both graduated from college, you know, you're out a couple of years. And what would you go back and do differently now that you didn't do then going into college? You want to go? Yeah, I think uh, it's funny because I actually 
had this conversation with Coach Ariama, mm-hmm. just talking about, I think it was maybe after my freshman or sophomore year, talking about, you know, what the difference was and all that. And I think I think I spent enough time in the gym. I think I absolutely, you know, we always shot enough. We did everything we needed to. We always went to the gym every single day. I think I just would have changed specifically the intensity of my workouts at times. I think when you get to college, the level is so much higher and harder. And it was more so you don't need to spend all the hours of the day in the gym. You just need to make sure you're doing something really productive and really fast paced, really hard for an hour straight or an hour and a half max. You don't have to spend three hours in the gym. So it's more like game speed stuff Absolutely. versus just getting I mean you're going to get your reps up in shooting but it's more like things are more realistic for games right yeah good. definitely yeah, yeah like uh, quality over quantity mm-hmm. basically that's yeah. a good point because I don't think you realize what working hard is until you get to college sometimes like what we would go shoot a hundred or more than a hundred but in place shots and be like alright work out done for the day and now yeah. like going game speed you really learn how to do that in college because you're constantly you're, you have to run to get water there's no walking like i've seen vanguard practices with you everything is at a high standard everything whether it's in the practice or you're walking you have to run to the next drill so yeah thanks for the plug by the way yeah well, I, <laughs> okay i coach with you right? that's right practices. <laughs> yeah. no but i guess thinking about it one i would say to lose point she brought up earlier actually watching college games because I watched some of Bonnie's, but some people don't have sisters already in college. So what separation is in the preparation, right? So watching games, you're going to be more prepared because it's not brand new to you. But yeah, like you said, just learning how to go hard. Like if you're really tired, that's okay. You can get, do it in shorter spurts, but learning to do things game speed, then you play game speed. Yeah. Like for example, when I got to UConn my freshman year, you know, I've always I've always been a hard worker. I've always been told I work hard. I'm one of the hardest workers usually on my team leading up to college. And then I got there, and it was like, you don't work hard at all. And I was like, what do you mean? I swear I'm working hard. Typical Geno style. Right? But yeah. then you, yeah. they push you to that next level, and you look you back. You learn how to work and hard. And you're like, yeah. dang, I this, wasn't working hard, yeah. but I didn't know I wasn't working hard. But that's the thing. You're working hard at the high school level. Right. So how many high school players are there? Out of those people, yeah, of course, you're working harder than all these people. Then college, it gets smaller, right? Not as many people play college basketball. Mm -hmm. So if you want to be the hard worker, you have to work extra hard. And it's the same thing with the pros. It's just like you learn how to work hard, like what truly working hard is. I think that's so funny because I've had players over the years that come in as freshmen, right? And we have our end-of-the-year meeting. Or even before that, you know, you have meetings with them. Like, what do you think? I, I never knew it was going to have to work this hard, you know. And then they get like, I wish my high school team worked this hard, mm-hmm. you know. If we, we could have been really, really good, you know, if we worked this hard. I'm like, well, that's what we're here for, to push you out of your elements because it is a level up, you know. So yeah. those are great answers. I'm, I'm really excited for the people out there to be able to, to hear these things, you know, because we, I think uh, hearing it from people that have actually been there and had success, you know, at all levels, it's, you know, it's huge. It makes a big difference. So, uh those those are good uh, good nuggets you're throwing out there. So next, now let's transition from okay, your senior year's over, you're in college, and now you're both wanting to you know try to play professionally, okay, and you know um, you know you're going through the whole thing. So what is your transition mode now? I mean, what are your focuses now? Getting yourself ready for the next level to go pro. 
Man, I mean, our experiences were definitely different. Yeah, share that, Carly. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. I mean, I went so. I'll just share like a funny st- story or about getting drafted or not getting drafted. So right. my senior year ended, and you know, I was a. a I mean, I am a role player, but I was very much a role player in college, uh-huh. you know, uh, really good three-point shooter. We made the final four, um, and I actually ended up being an All-American honorable mention, which I'm very proud of. <laughs> but, you know, I I wasn't sure if I wanted to keep playing. And then, yeah. you know, Erica McCall, my teammate, she's always talking about how WNBA is her dream. And so I'm watching the draft, and we're waiting for her to get drafted, and she does. It's super exciting. And for those of you who don't know, but a lot of people do, there's three rounds in the WNBA draft, 12 each, right? So 36 people get drafted. And I'm sitting there, and I'm watching, and, you know, I'm like, maybe I'll get picked up third round, you know? Like, I didn't tell anybody because I was embarrassed about it, but, you know, maybe. And didn't happen. Then... And when, in five minutes, I was like, all right, I'm retired from basketball. <laughs> Ten minutes later, I get a call from the L.A. Sparks asking me to come to camp. And I was like, all right, I'm not retired anymore. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm retired. Yes. No, seriously. <laughs> right. But what I would say is, first of all, you don't know, like, what can happen after college. And if you love the game, like, just work hard and, and try. Like, and go for it if you have these opportunities. But in terms of WNBA o- overseas, um, the difference, what was the question? Like, what's the difference or what did I prepare? Yeah, what, what did you start getting ready for now? I mean, we went through the, from high school to college. Now we're going from the college to, to pro game. Yeah, I think one, expanding your game. Um, yeah. In college, you stick to what you're comfortable with, I yeah. think. And that's great because you, you get good at what you're good at on your team and you can help them that way. But sure. expanding your game afterwards, because as a pro, you have to be able to do everything. Right. Everything better, dribble better, drive, score from everywhere. So expand your game, great shape, and what I actually finally started to do after college was focus on my nutrition, which okay. people always talk to you about in college, which sure. you should listen because it's actually helpful. Good. But I think that's the biggest jump for me between college and pro. Mm-hmm. Okay. Lou? Yeah, for me, um, you know, I knew from when I played with you that I wanted to <laughs> play sure. in the WNBA from when I was super young, but when you're kind of closer and figuring it out... Um, I didn't know what I needed to do differently, but I was fortunate that Coach Ariama actually throughout my whole senior year would kind of take me aside and do extra workouts and like kind of guide me in the right direction. Say, if you want to be successful in the pros, you need to get better at this. If you want to do, you know, further than just UConn, you need to learn how to play from here. And so I was fortunate to have someone specifically trying to help me and guide me in that direction because I needed it. I didn't know what I was doing because clearly WNBA is like a whole different level than you could even jump from high school to college. WNBA is like only 144 max if teams hold 12 players. And so it's, it's crazy the difference. And for me, I played my last game in the final four and three days later was at the WNBA draft. So there isn't time to prepare really and try to change. So you have to spend that senior year. If you are aiming to play in the pros, you have to spend that senior year kind of trying to change your mindset, your level and get ready for that, that next jump. And, you know, once I got to the pros, I think for me, there was a big jump of like learning to adjust to life without UConn and without so much structure and, um, comfort, comfortability. I think for me, I loved UConn. I loved everything, um, you know, our team did and all that. And so living on your own and like trying to, like I said, work on your, your nutrition, make sure you're not sleeping five hour naps during the middle yeah. of the day and trying to 
just navigate how to be a professional athlete. Good. So my next question is, now that you've both got you know, a season under your belt in the WNBA and you're getting ready for the next one, we're in interesting challenges right now and it's been you know it's been weird and gyms aren't open and all that kind of stuff um can you kind of share with us the dynamics of what you guys been doing to try to get ready for this upcoming season yeah i'll share what we do is copy all of carly's workout she creates every single day <laughs> no that i have found like a love for fitness like uh creating workouts since I've been out of college, um, which is another thing I think would, I would say is it's important to learn about yourself um, throughout college. Everyone does, but learn what you love off the court too. Like yeah. just find other passions, but to get ready for this season. Yeah, this is a really weird time, like you said. And you know, the most important thing is that we all social distance and, and it's important that people stay healthy and try to help other people stay healthy. So that's mm -hmm. the most important. Um, but yeah, like Lou said, we've been lifting at home. We've kind of uh, like curated a garage gym. We have like some some weights and some other things. We have a Peloton yeah. now, which is very exciting. Oh wow! Uh, a Peloton bike, oh, like okay. the spin bike, yeah. yeah, with the classes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, ball handling at home. Um, I don't know if anyone's have to get had have had. No one has probably have had to get ready for a WNBA season without a basketball gym. So, um, right, yeah. literally ever. So it's definitely an interesting time. But. Yeah, it's it's weird, but you know, I'm fortunate that I have Carly because right. I could easily just be sitting around all day long. And I think there are a lot of resources out there for people that aren't even you know getting ready for WNBA season, but that just play basketball right now and play. Yeah, high school in high seasons, school college or college, seasons, yeah. it's important to, you know, use this time to still work on yourself and get better because well, all we have is to kind of stay inside and you can go stir crazy if you're not sure. being active and I, doing I stuff. I will say, like, one really good thing about this time for athletes um, specifically, probably if you're in in the middle of your college career or even high school too, is your your health of your body. You know, it's actually, like, a time to you got a little bit of time to rest on the impact on your knees, maybe your ankles, and yeah. to start some, they call it prehab instead of rehab, you know, you want to get it beforehand. Um, but just, you know, work on some speed stuff, work on your flexibility and stuff you maybe don't have time to other times. My last question, okay? I say that, but you guys know me well enough, something can pop up. But um, my plan last question is, you both got in some games and played played some minutes you know in the WNBA so once the season was over what do you like okay now this is over I really got to get better at this I really got to work on this so I can I can you know you know this is something I you know I can't let go I have to attack this part of my game what would that be for me um I was not disappointed how the season went, but there was part of me that, you know, when you're competitive, you always want more. You always sure. want to do better than you than you did before. And so for me, um, I was really concerned and hoping to get stronger, um, change kind of my whole approach to basketball because college and pros are very different in the sense of every single person is, is talented and you know, someone's always going to be able to do something that you do. That's what it is. So you have to separate train your yourself. mind and separate yourself yeah. in ways that, you know, I'm not going to just be running off a bunch of screens like you do in college or in high school. You have to learn how to play more one-on-one, -on -one, create your own shot off the dribble. And so for me, it was really focused on overall bettering myself as a player and as an individual player rather than, 
you know, trying to figure out what's best for the team because you never know what your situation is going to be. After my first year, I got traded. So you're always changing and things are always happening. So you have to be ready to adjust. And the only thing you can control is what you do with yourself and what you're preparing for on your own individually. That's great. One, I'm on Is a Lou con- stealing all your answers? No, no, okay. I got different answers. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm on a constant journey to learn how to finish better, first of all, okay. around the rim. <laughs> Great. But um, I would say I had a point. No, I forgot. I was gonna, Oh, I was going to say I um, touch on the mental aspect of the game. Mm-hmm. I think it's taking me longer than I'd like, but to learn that your confidence in yourself, you need to have it because the way you play on the court basketball is a very mental game as well as physical. So I would work on pull-ups. Like that's one thing that I've constantly tried to get better at in my pro career off the dribble pull-ups because that's so hard to guard and I think I've improved, but I would practice those, but then be scared to do it in the game. Mm -hmm. But why when you, if you know that you've rep those over and over again don't don't be scared to try things basketball is not a game to be scared in so mentally be confident in yourself and and play confidently play confidently on defense be aggressive play confidently on offense that's the only way that you can ever separate yourself is if you believe you can do it because if you don't then who else is going to believe you well it's funny you say that because i'm looking at that jersey and we all were friends with kobe you know we've all had interactions with him and uh that's one of the things he used to always talk about, how he would get in that gym all the time and he would find his spots and he would just repetition, repetition, repetition. And we've all watched him practice with his mama team. And they would do the same things, repetition, 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 because it breeds confidence. And then he knew that shot was going in when he hit those game winners because he practiced so many times. So, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, so what a, what a great way to end this, giving, giving Kobe some props. And uh, really appreciate the time this morning, you guys. This is going to be really helpful for a lot of people. Um, can't tell you how many times I got goosebumps listening to you guys. Um, really, you guys are uh, you're great ambassadors for the game. You're great for the young people out there and everybody alike. And uh, um, thanks for helping me um, give back to the game also and, and try to give some um, advice and some, some wisdom to some people because you've been through these things. So stay safe. Um, I hope everything works out well for you coming up here. And uh, love you guys. Thanks for tuning in for another episode on the Point Center podcast. Spread the word about us. Let's do this and grow the game. Peace. Peace.